This episode is supported by Earn In. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn now can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Super, super easy to use. You just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then you can access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. So the app is free. You can leave a tip if you want. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So here's the thing. Sometimes getting close to your next paycheck, next pay period, and you realize, oh gosh, like paycheck doesn't come until next Friday, but we have this event that we need to attend this weekend and we need money for it. Or we have to buy a gift for someone. Or, oh my gosh, like my kid tore through their shoes and now we have to buy new shoes this weekend and the money's not in the bank yet. So Earning can help you access the money you've already earned at work by giving you this little bit of money in advance. So make Earnin part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security, and it gives me a lot of peace of mind. So for our listeners, all you need to do is download Earn In today. It's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, and you can download it in Google Play or the Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in Shameless Mom under podcast when you sign up. So there'll be a little place where you can, where it says, what podcast did you hear about them on? Type in Shameless Mom under podcast. This helps to show support for our show and our advertisers. Earn In is a financial technology company, not a bank, and subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. This is the Shameless Mom Academy episode 676. Show notes for the episode, including any links mentioned in this episode, can be found by going to shamelessmom.com and clicking on episode 676. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean. I'm here to give you and other passionate, driven, unapologetic moms tools, resources, and a little bit of humor to help you lead more positive, powerful, and purposeful lives every damn day. One of the best things about the Shameless Mom Academy is our community, so be sure to join us in our free private Facebook group to connect with other shameless moms just like you. You can find us over at shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, shameless moms. Happy Monday. It is still August if you are listening in live time, but we're talking about the fall today because I know for some of you, kids have already gone back to school. In fact, I was on Facebook like two weeks ago, it was still July, and there was pictures of kids going back to school in July. And I was dumbfounded because I don't know where this happens, but also I want to move there because I'm kind of over summer. There's parts of it that are so great, but you know, we're in our last week of summer camp and I'm done with the chaos of summer camp, although I'm not ready for next week. And the we have like two and a half weeks after summer camps are over with no camps, which is also not great because then you just have a child or multiple children at home with no plan. So I'm just over it, all of it. I'm just done. I'm ready for a school year, please. And I know so many of you are with me, but I wanted to have an episode that focuses on this transition into fall because I know that some of you were already there, even though it's not technically fall till the middle to end of September when the season actually changes. 
when kids go back to school, we get into this mindset around fall and what that means and what it means when we go through from this like summer to school year transition. So like I said, it's not officially fall yet, but hear me out because it is coming. It's coming fast. I want you to be prepared and I want you to be thoughtful as we straddle this season. And as we straddle the end of the summer back to school, almost fall season, I really want you to consider what you want for yourself, for your kids, out of motherhood, out of your life during this time. I for years have joked but it's not even a joke. I've for years said that September is January for moms. So in January in the US and around the world, everyone starts fresh, right? We all start fresh in January, like it's a new year and we're going to start new habits and goals. And we have this very like fresh start mentality in January. And I think for moms that also happens in September. And I think sometimes to a greater degree, because we are having such a significant shift in terms of lifestyle between summer and getting kids back into school. And so I want you to capitalize on that and be thoughtful and intentional and deliberate around what do we do? What are the choices that we make? What are the things that we implement to set a foundation for a solid school year? Because that's the system we're going to be operating in for the next nine months or so. And also that lends itself to setting up a system for ourselves and structure for ourselves while we're also doing that for our kids. So we're implementing new routines and expectations and habits, typically throughout the household, typically among like with our children. Vinny's birthday is actually in September. And so for us, we've been talking about how we want to shift some of the things we have around expectations around the household when he goes back to school, but also because he's going to be a year older come the end of September, he's going to be 10, which is wild to me. And this kid needs a greater sense of responsibility. (laughs) He needs some chores. (laughs) He needs, he has a few, but like he needs to do a little more heavy lifting around here. We need to check this attitude that he has. We need some more parameters on electronics and devices and things that have kind of fallen by the wayside over the summer, all those things. So I'm right in this with you as we think through what does this mean for our family as we're navigating a back to school season, but also what does it mean as we are navigating our child having a birthday and really thinking through, okay, like he's going to be 10, he's going to be in the fourth grade. What does that mean? What are our expectations of him going to be? And also that ends up shifting the things that we're doing in our household and how we're doing things. And also it's shifting how much he needs me. He doesn't need me for everything that he used to need me for. And also I can offload some of the stuff that I do to him because this is what we can do as parents. We can say, hey, you know how I usually take the dog out to go to the bathroom or you know how I unload the dishwasher? Now that's your job. And this is a great time to think through when how we're kind of doing a reorganization of things that need to happen on a regular basis in our households. So as I was thinking through what I want for myself for fall, I was trying to get clear on what I want to say yes to and what I want to say no to, whether this is related to parenting, whether this is related to, you know, offloading responsibilities to my child, or if it's just related to what I want for myself, for my business, for the Shameless Mom Academy. I love defining these things for myself, for our family with each new season, recognizing that in each new season, I've grown a bit, as has my child, as has the needs of my business, my relationships, my friendships, my relationship with family members, with my husband, all those different things. We each need different things than the season before. And I always want to honor how I show up for myself and how I show up for motherhood and relationships as seasons shift and grow and evolve. And so 
In this episode, I'm going to talk you through three things to say yes to as you walk into fall. And my hope is that these three things bring you joy and clarity and ease. This is not like three things for you to say yes to that's going to bring you a bunch of work. That's not the intention. So I'm inviting you to say yes to a bit of a reorganization of your needs, habits, routines, as well as those of your kids. I'm inviting you to challenge yourself a bit, challenge your voice, challenge your skills. I'm inviting you to say yes to joy, celebration, and fun. So we actually just had this as a theme inside Momentum Mamas in um, July. Our theme for the month was joy, celebration, and fun. And it was really a call to schedule and make space for joy, celebration, and fun, because these are the things we don't typically make space for. And if we don't make space for them, they often don't happen. So I'm inviting you to seriously consider your yeses and your nos as we broach this new season. I don't want you to let the wrong yeses fall out of your mouth, as I know can happen, so that you don't have space for the actual yeses that you desire. So let's dig into all that. The first thing I want you to say yes to this fall is a reorganization of your needs and your kids' needs. This episode is supported by AquaTrue. Having clean, safe water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four, yes, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants in their tap water. So that's why you got to check out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers have a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process. And their countertop purifiers, which is what we have, take no installation or plumbing. And they remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters they're specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAS, which can lead to potentially adverse health effects like cancer, endocrine system disruption, and liver toxicity, which is part of what makes AquaTrue so special, unique, and important in terms of how they are able to filter water. They also have water purifiers to fit every type of home. So like the installation-free countertop purifier that we have at our house to higher capacity under sink options. They even have Wi-Fi connected purifiers and mineral boost options. So I'm so excited about our new AquaTrue. And here's the thing. I swear it's like a gentle reminder to actually drink more water every time you walk into your kitchen. So we are drinking more water now and also more clean water. So more water that is more clean. It feels like a double win. I'm feeling pretty impressed with us. I feel like sink water, tap water becomes invisible at a certain point. And when I see the purifier on my counter, it's like many time a day reminder to like, keep drinking, keep drinking. So I want you to check out AquaTrue for yourself and for your family. AquaTrue comes with a 30 day money back guarantee and that makes it a great gift as well. Today, my listeners, can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the code SHAMELESS, S-H-A-M-E-L-E-S-S, AquaTrue.com code SHAMELESS. This episode is supported by a podcast I want to share with you called Understood Explains. So this show is about navigating ADHD, dyslexia, and other learning and thinking differences, which can be so confusing. And so every uh, season of the show is around a different theme. So there's a season on special education, there's a season on ADHD diagnosis for adults, and the current season is all about IEPs. I love this podcast because the episodes are 10 to 15 minutes long. So if you are short on time or short on focus, you can take this content in super quickly, easily, 
It's very digestible. And the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert Juliana Utube. So Juliana talks all about how to navigate educational plans, IEPs. She talks about the differences between IEPs and 504 plans. She really breaks things down in a really clear and simple way so that you have some of those questions that you might be thinking around like, does this pertain to my child? Is this something I need to be looking into? Like, where do we go from here? Where do I go if I have questions? Juliana has you covered. She explains so many different things and so many different little pieces and nuance of IEPs and special education and different things on Understood Explains. So I want you to go check it out wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can go listen to Understood Explains. Just go into your podcast app, do a search for Understood Explains, and it will pop right up. Click on it, pick your episode, and get the answers that you've been looking for and the support that you need around different learning differences and differences in school. So a little reorg, if you will. I want you to think through how have your kids grown And how do they need you differently and maybe less than a year ago? So you have gone through an entire last school year. You've gone through an entire summer. As you walk into fall and you consider where your kids are at developmentally and what they're capable of in this season, what do they need? And as you consider that for them, what does that mean for you in terms of how they need you differently? And how are you going to honor how you've grown in the last year, since last fall, since last end of summer, beginning of school year season? And what do you need that maybe you haven't been honoring? So I know for me, again, kid going into fourth grade, he's going to be 10 years old. There's so many things that he can do that I we've just not pushed him to do. So my husband and I actually have a date night this Saturday night and the entire agenda for the date night, which doesn't sound like the most fun date night, but I think it will be very productive. And I give my husband credit because this was his idea. The entire date night agenda is to think through and come up with some new systems for what this 10-year-old fourth grader is going to be responsible for in this new school year. And what is going to happen as a result of that is I'm going to see how I'm needed differently and how I can show up differently in parenting as a result of those things shifting. Same for my husband. And also that's going to allow me to also think through how am I going to honor how I've grown and what I need that's different than last year. So last year, Vinny being in the third grade, it was his first year not doing extended care after school because I was like, well, he can come home and he can come home from school and just hang out. And I will tell you that just led to like way too much screen time. (laughs) And he would get home at a little bit after three. And I just didn't love all the downtime that gave him. But I am not done with my work day at three. So what has shifted for us since then is that as he goes into the fourth grade, there's definitely some things he can be doing, like walking the dog every day after school, that that'll take some time. He's going to have a little more homework and academic expectations. I'm also looking to schedule some ongoing consistent play dates so that he has some stuff on the calendar in terms of just social things that are scheduled and predictable. And then I'm also, I've done some shifting of my schedule. So what had happened or what it's looked like for the last number of years is that I had a lot of calls between 3 and 5 p.m., typically between actually more like 4 and 6 p.m. So he would come home from school and that first hour I would be like getting him a snack and we would we would walk home from school together. I'd get him a snack. We would I would do a bunch of like clean out his lunchbox and little chores types of things. But then I would have to get back to work from like 4 to 6. And 
I have shifted a lot of things on my schedule so that that's not the case anymore. So I'm actually going to have more downtime in the late afternoon and evening come this year. And I'm really looking forward to that. So that means that we can either be doing things together, although we don't have to be doing things together, but it's not going to be so much like my husband and I locked in our offices working while he's out on a device. We're going to have a little bit more structure to it where I can be like in and out of the room and doing things next to him if needed, doing things with him if we want to. But I just think that there's benefits. One of the benefits of having my own business is being able to restructure some things. So that's going to be a shift. So looking at this reorganization and recognizing how my his needs are going to be different, how we're going to have different expectations for him, and then recognizing the business things I've decided to say yes and no to so that my evenings and late afternoons are going to be a little more open has been something that I've been working on. And now I'll be able to honor that in a new way this year. And I'm really looking forward to that. So as I'm looking into this fall, some of the stuff I'm looking at saying yes to in terms of looking at yes to this reorganization, here's where we're going to be at in this season, what is that going to look like? And then as a result of that, what do I want to do with my time? How do I want to show up differently? How am I going to honor kind of this season that we're in? Because it looks really different every year. It looks so different from one year to the next. When Vinny was in younger grades and he was doing an extended day where he would go from school right into an extended daycare program, which was amazing, by the way, I was able to like just work straight through until like five or six o'clock at night, which was great. But I can't do that anymore. I don't get to work without interruption. That's a yes that I chose to make last year was, yes, I'm going to show up and pick him up at three o'clock and we're going to walk home every day. There's a lot of value in that because we have really great conversations during that time. Not always. Sometimes it's a lot of complaining and whining. But in the value of that yes was a high value thing for me because I know there's only a few years where I'll be able to do that before he can just walk on his own and doesn't want to walk with his mom. And the other side of that was like, with that yes came a major disruption to my day and my workflow and having to figure that out. And so that's something I'm still going to be working with this year. And I'm starting to have a better sense of how to navigate that and how to be more thoughtful with my time during the day, honoring that I'm not at my best after three o'clock and after I've had that disruption of like, okay, you're going to go pick them up and your day's going to shift from there on out. So what is that going to look like for you? I also want you to think through with that reorganization, with the season that you're in and the phase that you're in with your kids or that you're in professionally, what are some of the things that you've been putting off that have been like next month, next quarter, next year kinds of things and recognizing that we're only four months out from the end of the year once we get into September and what are the things that you thought you'd do in 2022 that you just haven't gotten to yet. Because when we get to summer, a lot of those things really fall by the wayside. And we still feel like, oh, there's so much time left. But now we're getting into the last quarter of the year where, or last four months of the year, where it's like, no, there's not that much time left. And so honoring, what do you really want to get done before the end of 2022 and making sure that those things actually get done. And so letting some of that thought process also inform the things that you're saying yes to as you're doing that reorganization of like, what do I need out of the rest of this year to consider it a success? Really, really significant. So number two, the second thing to say yes to this fall is saying yes to joy, celebration, and fun. And I want you to think through what does that look like for you? So we talked about this, I think it was at the beginning of summer. We talked about what does fun mean to you? We talked about summer bucket lists. So we talked about like creating summer bucket lists for your family versus for yourself. Joy, celebration, and fun looks different for everyone. We create this differently for everyone. 
fun for me might be really different than fun for you. One of the fun things I'm doing right now is training for a triathlon. And I know that that is not fun for a lot of people. So getting really clear on what is fun for you, what is celebration for you, what brings you joy, and then how are you making sure that that happens regularly? How are you saying yes to joy, celebration, and fun And being really conscientious around that yes and identifying what does it look like for you? How are you scheduling it? So I know for us, we're looking at what do we want to do together as a family? We're looking at joy, celebration, and fun, even like as it comes to school schedules. Like, okay, are we going to do something for midwinter break? Okay, are we doing something for spring break? Like that's joy, celebration, and fun that we're working on scheduling now so that it can actually happen when the time comes. But also, how are you doing this for yourself on a regular basis? And so it might be training for a triathlon, but it might not. So maybe you're deciding that every Friday you're going to take an hour to yourself or every Wednesday you're going to take yourself out to lunch or every Saturday morning you're going to go get coffee with by yourself without the kids. Whatever that looks like for you, be clear on what it looks like and how you're going to do it. Maybe it involves someone else. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it involves your partner. Maybe it involves a girlfriend. Maybe it involves It might involve your child, but I would encourage you to make it not involve your child. But how are you scheduling that to make sure that it happens on a regular basis? Sometimes it can just be time alone. Like it doesn't have to be a big commitment. It can just be like, I want alone time on Thursdays from 4 to 6 p.m. And maybe you go to Target. Maybe you go pick up dry cleaning. Maybe you go grocery shopping or to Trader Joe's. It might not be anything really decadent or indulgent, but it might just be having that alone time. I know this was something that was like, and still to this day sometimes is so life-giving when I can just go have a few hours to myself to like buzz around and do things and take care of business. And I have like an AirPod in my ear and I'm listening to a podcast. I'm knocking out the errands. I'm buying things I don't necessarily need at Target, but that give me joy. (laughs) There can be a lot to be said for just having open time to yourself. And then there's also, of course, something to be said for things, scheduling things that are clearly fun. So I know this summer I got to do two different concerts with a girlfriend, which was super, super fun. Looking at scheduling a girl's trip for midwinter, which I'm really looking forward to. So all those kinds of things. Also, being conscientious around like what celebration is looks like for you and for your family and creating space for that, creating space for things that you can all look forward to together. That's really important as well. I know we asked Vinny what he wanted to do for his birthday and we gave him some um, ideas and suggestions. And the thing that he opted for is we're going to do a family weekend at Cannon Beach, which is one of my favorite places in the world. It's on the Oregon coast. Um, and we asked him, but that's going to, we let him pick kind of between a couple different choices, but I will, let me just tell you what the top choices were. Cause I just want you to know how much I ensure that my child's celebration will also be my celebration. So you may or may not know that I'm a huge Macklemore fan and Vinny is a big Imagine Dragons fan and Macklemore is currently touring with Imagine Dragons. So I had this brilliant idea that maybe we would take Vinny to a show either in Las Vegas or LA because they're not playing in Seattle, which I'm very upset about. I'm very offended that Macklemore's not doing this tour with Imagine Dragons in Seattle since Macklemore's from Seattle. So we decided to offer to Vinny, would you rather go to this concert as a family event or 
Cannon Beach. And in my mind, I'm like, he's obviously going to pick the concert, which was definitely going to be like a major splurge. But we were like, oh, I'm thinking like, I'm going to get just as much, if not more out of it. So I'm okay with a splurge. So these are two forms of celebration. I'm like, we'll let him pick. Either one is fine. I'm hoping he's going to pick the concert. And in my mind, the concert's a no brainer, which I sure so many of you relate to. You probably think the concert's a no brainer too. But you know what? Not for him. (laughs) Not a no brainer. He's like, oh, definitely Cannon Beach. (laughs) I was like, really? (laughs) More than the Macklemore concert? So that's what we're doing. We're going to Cannon Beach, not going to see Macklemore and Imagine Dragons. So if you want to go see Macklemore and Imagine Dragons in Las Vegas or LA, let me know. (laughs) I totally want to go. So we're going to Cannon Beach, but that's going to be a big family celebration. But out of either of those choices, we were like, either one of those things would be really, really fun family memories. So we're being conscientious and thoughtful about celebration and what that's going to look like. Now, those are big things for birthdays. I recognize like (laughs) we don't do things like that every year for a birthday, but we didn't get to do our normal, our annual trip to Cannon Beach this summer. So we were like, okay, let's just do it for his birthday. And then we can like bypass birthday party and all that kind of stuff, which I think is great. (laughs) It makes it easy in some ways. So we're planning that celebration. So where can you be looking at scheduling joy celebration fun, looking at that from a family perspective, and then also from a personal perspective? Also, where can you build this into your work? So working in joy celebration and fun in your work, I'm being really conscientious around my yeses and nos right now around work. And when we're coming into this transitional season and going into a new school year, I'm being really thoughtful around what am I going to do to create joy celebration and fun in my work, which means saying no to some things and saying yes to some new things, which I'm very excited about and being conscientious in that way too. Now, there's probably always going to be things in your work that are work (laughs) where you're like, yeah, not a lot of joy celebration and fun in some of these elements, but how can you be building joy celebration and fun into your work in different ways and in various layers? Maybe that's deciding that you're going to, you know, support or help create a social event for a team or for part of your organization. Maybe it means that you're just going to like reach out to a coworker and be like, hey, like, let's go grab coffee or a drink or something that would be maybe fun or a way for you to have, you know, create more joy in a relationship. So maybe it's going to be telling your boss that there's a project that you'd really love to get your hands on or be more involved in because it really lights you up. Thinking through this is a good season for those kinds of decisions and those kinds of action taking steps where you are creating joy, celebration and fun in your work in new ways, because you're through summer, you're through kind of some of the wonky ups and downs and weird ins and outs of summer vacations and all the stuff that happens with work as a result of that. And people are getting into this routine of fall and you can be a little bit more conscientious around how are we building in thoughtful, deliberate joy, celebration and fun. This episode is supported by Active Skin Repair. Active Skin Repair is a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. I just randomly... Vinny was having a toe skin irritation issue and he ended up having this like skin that was really irritating him and it was getting kind of like icky and you know like when kids start to get like little scabs and scratches and then they want to pick at it and it was getting worse and so active skin repair showed up on my doorstep as a result of the sponsorship and I got to put it to use immediately and I got the ointment formula or the like ointment formulation and then also the spray and the spray was perfect so Vinny does not like ointmenty creamy lotiony things on his body but I was able to get out the spray literally took it out of the packaging the day it arrived put it on his toe before he went to bed and the next morning he was like mom my toe's all better it was literally 
like this super amazing cure that helped his toes so quickly. So you can use active skin repair on a wide range of skin issues, including cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, other types of skin damage. It's totally safe, non-toxic, suitable on all types of skin, even parts of the body where you might have rosacea or eczema or have acne prone skin. This is also safe for the youngest members of your family up to the oldest. So now you have one simple solution for your family's skin health needs. With over 500,000 happy customers and thousands of five-star reviews and super safe and clean ingredients, active skin repair is something that you want to have on hand for your family. So to get your own active skin repair, go to activeskinrepair.com to learn more about active skin repair and get 20% off your order when you use the code shameless. That's activeskinrepair.com. Use the code shameless for 20% off your order. Activeskinrepair.com, code shameless. I'm Margaret. And I'm Amy. And together we host the podcast, What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Margaret, I would say you're sort of a where are my keys kind of mom. Correct. Sometimes a where are my kids kind of mom. (laughs) Well, you're Amy more of a we were supposed to leave 35 seconds ago, mom. I mean, touche. In each episode of What Fresh Hell, we come at a topic from our usually completely opposite perspectives. I bring the research. And I bring kind of the gimlet eye. Like, is that research really going to work, people? And almost 10 million downloads later, we're still laughing. We also talk to experts in the parenting field, plus parents with stories we can all learn from. We make each other laugh, we challenge each other's assumptions, and we have what we think is the best parenting community on the internet. Check out What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood wherever you listen to podcasts. Number three, say yes to challenging yourself, your voice, and your skills. This might be my favorite one because I really want you to challenge yourself to use your voice and your skills in new ways. And this is a great time to make that commitment because this can be a time where you're like, okay, I'm going to push myself a little bit. How am I going to close out 2022? How am I going to dedicate these last four months of 2022 to challenging myself in different ways that are a little uncomfortable? So this might be saying yes to new challenges at work. It might be saying yes to new opportunities in your community. It might be saying yes, committing to roles and stepping into maybe activism or allyship or advocacy in different ways, whether that's at work, in your community, in your church, in your neighborhood. It can look like a million different things. But I would love to see how you're challenging yourself, your voice and your skills to be thoughtful around impact. And the reason I think this one is so important is because I think so many of you who listen to this podcast are highly conscientious of the ways that you show up and the ways that you show up as a leader of your life and as a leader in your community, whether that is with a really loud voice or if it's with a more quiet but thoughtful voice, all of that counts and all of that matters if you're doing it in an intentional, deliberate way way. And so how can you be challenging yourself to use your voice and your skills in new ways in your community that light you up, lift you up, but also are contributing to the person that you want to become and the person who you are becoming as you work your way through 2022 and prepare yourself to step into 2023. I've had so many clients do incredible things this year. I'm thinking through some of our members of Momentum Mamas and thinking through the different things that they've done in terms of starting new advocacy groups at work or starting new groups in their community. We have a member who started a walking group a couple years ago, and now she's 
grown this walking group in her community where she leads people weekly on walks and especially some older members in her community who've just built a ton of relation, done a ton of relationship building with one another. And this is absolutely lifted up this client in terms of how she's been able to position herself in a new way of leading in her community. But it's also created so many beautiful opportunities for people in her community to build relationships and connect with one another. I'm thinking through members of our community who have challenged themselves to step into new roles in their workplace and new roles in leadership in order to support other people, in order to support people who maybe haven't previously had a voice or have previously not been represented fully in the community or in work organizations. So thinking through people who have really challenged themselves to step up in leadership in that way, which has been so significant. I'm thinking of people who have put together women's leadership initiatives and women's leadership groups, whether it's in their churches or their workplace in the last year, and really worked on that. I'm thinking about people who've written books and started podcasts in our community. So we've had so many members who have decided to use their voice in intentional ways, and they've decided to say yes to challenging themselves and step out in uncomfortable ways to try new things. And sometimes it's just dipping your toe in the water to see like, hmm, what's that going to feel like? And then committing to a bigger role. I know for me, this happened when Vinny was going into the second grade. I said yes to helping with the parent association in just a small way at Vinny's school. Just at the second grade level, I said I would help with this one little role that didn't require a lot of work, especially in the year of COVID when everything was virtual. It was like a really small amount of work. But I was like, this is my chance to like dip my toe in and kind of see what this feels like. And that led to much bigger leadership opportunities and me being really excited about leading in bigger ways in our school community. And so if there are ways where you're thinking like, I maybe just want to dip my toe in and try something, this is a really great time to be thoughtful about how you want to do that. I had someone interviewing me just a few hours ago today, and she was saying, she was laughing. She said, I hear you say to not join the PTA, but yet you're co-chairing the parent association at your son's school. She said, tell me what that's all about. And I was like, let me tell you what it's all about. I said, that was a yes that I made really intentionally because... I knew that it would stretch me in certain ways. I knew I wanted to practice leadership in different ways. And so this was a yes that I could make in good consciousness because I wanted to grow in a very specific way. So I wasn't just volunteering for the sake of like doing something I felt like I quote unquote should do, like I felt like I should be at my kid's school. No, I really wanted to challenge myself in a new way of leadership. And I'm really glad that I've done that. It's been a lot of work. It's been hard at times for sure. But it was a yes that was very deliberate because I knew why I wanted to do it. And I knew what it had the potential to do in terms of the ways that I wanted to stretch myself last year and then this year as well, since it's a two-year commitment. So being intentional around those yeses, where you're going to challenge yourself to use your voice and your skills in new ways and not doing it just for the sake of like having more to do and having more on your plate, but recognizing if I say yes to this thing, it's practice in an area that can maybe help me assert myself in other ways moving forward that might allow me to have more impact, that might allow me to use my voice in different ways, that might allow me to really stretch myself into the person that I want to become in the handful of upcoming years. 
So I want to give you this caveat that I can tell you all the things to say yes to, but I want you to seriously consider your yeses and your no's because I don't want the wrong yeses to fall out of your mouth so you don't have space for the actual yeses you desire. So I said this at the beginning, and I'm thinking of one of our members right now who recently was on a call and she said, I know I just have a really hard time because people will ask me to do things. And I know in my head I should say yes, but while I'm thinking in my head, you should totally say yes to this thing. She's like, the yes, I mean, I'm thinking in my head, you should totally say no to this thing. Like you don't have the bandwidth and you don't have the time. The yes just falls out. And then immediately I start backpedaling and thinking like, oh, how do I take it back? How do I take it back? Like I didn't want to say yes to this thing and now I don't know how to get out of it. So I want you to think about the things you really want to say yes to because here's what happens. The crowded out theory. So when you are intentionally saying yes to the things that you really desire, the things you really want to make space for, you will not have the space for the no's. So the no's then become more easy and automatic because you're like, yeah, I can't do that thing on Wednesday because I'm already doing something else. Or I can't do that thing this weekend because I'm already doing something else. So your no's become more clear, easy, automatic, and jump out of your mouth when you're really clear on what your yeses are gonna be in any given season. And that's what I want for you. So I hope you found this to be really helpful. I also hope that you found this to be to give you some power and some hope in terms of feeling like you have a good sense of how you want to manage your yeses coming into this new season. I also want to say we are going to be opening up membership. You are going to be able to become a member of the Shameless Mom Academy. So we're revamping our whole membership program. We're going to be adding in quarterly mini virtual retreats. We're going to be having two coaching calls a month. We're going to be having monthly happy hours. We're doing all sorts of things to make the Academy a fantastic place for you to expand on what you're learning when you listen to the podcast. So if you want to become a member of the Academy, we are going to open enrollment in September and you can get all the goodies in terms of our first fall mini retreat, our uh, twice a month group coaching calls led by me, a monthly happy hour, all the good stuff. Go to shamelessmom.com slash waitlist to get on the waitlist for when you can join for more information about when you can join the academy. That's shamelessmom.com slash waitlist if you'd like to become a member of the Shameless Mom Academy when we open enrollment in September. With all that said, I want you to quick recap of the things you're going to say yes to. So what I want you to think about as you go into this season is saying yes to a reorg of your kids' needs and your needs. What does that look like for the season that you're in right now? for what they need and what you need based on their needs. And then saying yes to joy, celebration, and fun. Get it scheduled on the calendar. And saying yes to challenging yourself, your voice and your skills in your work, in your community, in all the ways that you show up and lead and all the ways that you really want to light up the world. If this episode has helped you in any way or you think it could help another mom, please, please share it out. Tag me at Shameless Mom Academy. I love to see that you've been listening. I love your tags. I love your reviews. I love to know how the show has impacted you. So thank you for being here. And I will be back on Wednesday with a fantastic interview. Thank you so much for joining me in the Shameless Mom Academy today. I really, really appreciate you being here and I hope you learned something new. As always, this conversation will be continued 
over in our free private Facebook group. You can join that group by going to shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook to connect with other shameless moms just like you. Additionally, if this is your first time listening to the show, know that we are here every Monday and Wednesday with a brand new episode. So make sure you subscribe, go to whatever podcast app you use and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. You can do that directly if you go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review that will put you in Apple Podcasts where you can click on the subscribe button and you can also leave a review. If you scroll down a little bit, you can leave a five-star review. You can write a few sentences letting me know what you thought about the show. If you let me know how the show has impacted you in becoming a more shameless mom, you might be nominated to be shameless mom of the week. Also, please share this episode. My goal is to help more mamas be more shameless every damn day. So please do share this episode. You can take a screenshot of the episode on your phone and then share it out on social media. Tag me at the Shameless Mom Academy on Facebook or Instagram. I'm quick to reply and eager to send you Facebook love and love to be connected to all of you. So again, thank you for being here. I can't wait to be back here again with you in just a couple days. And until then, no matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly. No one told us the truth about parenthood. Why? This is the podcast everyone needed before they had kids because now that those little ones are here, there is a lot to unpack. I'm Rachel Shepardota, and I am your host for the podcast, No One Told Us, where we tell the truth about parenting and let you in on all the stuff you really should have known about before having kids. I am the founder of Hey Sleepy Baby, but this podcast is so much more than sleep. We'll be diving into all the topics that you really care about and need to know while you do your best job raising those adorable, tidy humans. Our goal is to just make you feel less alone and less overwhelmed. There are so many things that no one tells us before becoming a parent, and I think that we should really pull back the curtain on becoming a first-time or second-time mom or dad to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll have a little education, a little fun, and a whole lot of heart that goes into each and every episode. So join me and our amazing guests each week to hear us talk about what no one told us.